Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans Studios. They found a better way to mortgage. So you can focus on making your new house home. Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Get your rocket mortgage on, son. Our toll-free line at CBS Sports Radio is 855-212-4CBS. It's brought to you by GEICO. Great news. You could save a bunch of money if you just switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. And don't forget, FarrellOnABench.com, opening night in college basketball, I went 17-4 and in my bets, 81% winners. And then I did it again tonight. I hit a bunch of bets in both college basketball and uh, the NBA, like nobody's business. NHL, I hit both games tonight. Last week, college football, 66%. Hit my top five, six of my top seven. NFL, 70%. For the fifth time, I've been in the 70s in nine weeks. And I was 5-0-1 in my top six, 9-4-1 in spreads. Pharrellonthebench.com. It's better than lemon sorbet. I got to hide the money from your wife. All the picks are posted, too, for football this weekend. Go get them while they're hot. Carver, I am Avi in here with me. A couple things I want to establish here. Uh, first of all, you've got uh, Carver High's uh, hockey show, which is the Isle Seat Podcast. That is uh, at Isle Seat Podcast. New episodes coming out, Carver High? Tomorrow morning. There you go. And then uh, any appearances? We actually have a couple that we're uh, putting the finishing touches on now. So, um We'll be announcing them early next week. There you go. So you're doing a lot of those, like... Uh, the only one that's uh, 100% confirmed is February 15th back at the Offside, Offside Tavern. Offside Tavern on 14th Street. and then But you have a lot of, like... You've got a couple on Long Island. A- that, arena. Uh, what You do a lot of tailgating. Well, yeah. I mean, I'll stop by if I have time. Since it's so close to the house, I'll, I'll drop in before games and, and hang out there. But I've got events that uh, we're scheduling currently. All right, so we also have uh, the podcast of this very show on um, Radio.com. Isn't that the home of the podcast, Radio.com? Correct. All right, so the podcast of the show, this show, is a two-hour, 15-minute, essentially, uh, rerun of the show, minus the uh, annoying commercials, and it's just uh, all show. So it's nothing but pure show, no commercials. Uh, We put it together. It's like two hours, 15 minutes. You'll love it. It comes out after every show on Twitter and Facebook, at Scott Farrell, at On The Bench CBS, and on Facebook.com slash Farrell On The Bench. So go get it after the show. Plus, we put it out the next day, too, in the morning. So tomorrow morning, it'll be out again. So you can't uh, come at us with that excuse. I, I can't hear the show. I never hear the show. It's a, the podcast is, is one of the most popular podcasts on Radio.com. For a reason, because the show kicks ass and takes names, and people love listening to it, and some people can't stay up this late, including me. I'm here every night doing this show uh, till whatever, ungodly hours, and I'm, uh, by the way, the entire time you've known me on this network, I've been asleep. Ask Carver I, he'll tell you. I'm asleep through the whole thing. 
Anyway, another one is uh, the the preemptions. You get all these people complaining. Pharrell, you're never on. They're always carrying something else. There's a game on an NBA, NHL, college football, college basketball, NFL, Monday night. There's an, I get preempted more than the wind blows. But here's the deal. You don't have to put up with that nonsense. We're on every night, all four hours on Radio.com, the CBS Sports app, Sirius XM app, and Ask Alexa. You just say, Ask Alexa, play CBS Sports Radio, and it works. You get all four hours, never preempted, ever. Boom. Problem solved. There you go. End of discussion. Period. I wanted to say one thing about uh, Giannis. In his first eight games this year, did you know what he's done? He's had over 200 points, 100 rebounds, and 50 dimes in the first eight games. Do you realize he's the first player in NBA history to ever do it? In eight games, he's racked up 200 points, 100 rebounds, 50 assists. First guy to ever do it, ever. You think this guy's not a badass? Think again. This guy does it every night. Tonight, 36 minutes, 10 of 21 from the floor. Four three-pointers, 14 of 18 from the stripe, four offensive boards, 12 defensive boards, 16 rebounds, nine dimes, two steals, two blocks, only three turnovers, four fouls, 38 points, a plus 13. He's an absolute freak. The Greek freak is a freak of, of epic proportions. The guy's an absolute stud. You know what, Mafia? We needed him tonight on the Pharrell Ballers. To you know, I, I you know contain those two monsters. If we would have had Giannis, we would have had a game. Or you, you would have played with Giannis. We would have won by twenty. We would have easily going away. I can't believe they picked uh, the guy with a bum knee and a guy that has scored two points his entire career over you. Yeah, let's say I wasn't uh, happy about that the least when I went up there. I think not only a bum knee, but a bum knee has played like what five times in the last year. Hasn't been on the team the last two seasons. But it is what it is. They well, made you know, bed and the light in it. Well, you know, there are some controversies involved with you and, and, and my signing up. That's why they're, that, that there's a complication. That's fine. That's why they don't, they're like, well, we, you know, we, we signed up and paid, and he's a fill-in. So if we got everyone here, he's not playing. That's what, they're right. say, that's what they say. You know who complains. Of course. I don't get into it. I, just, I try to get you there every week. You know you I do. I'm always like, get mafia, let's go. Because I like playing with you. You know that. So I don't even have to uh, defend myself. I said to him, let him play. I mean, what do I, what do I care? The one guy can't even run. Why not just give him limited minutes and let you play instead? Especially when you got those two monsters in the middle. You need the size. Oh, God. And he did nothing to stop anybody. No offense to him, but he's just out of it. He, has he never no, does. Defense was never his game. Well, he's got no game now at all. I mean, I don't even recognize him. I, the guy hurt his knee five months ago, and he's never been the same. He absolutely, he looks finished to me. Do you think so? Like, he looks finished. I haven't seen him play since the knee got hurt, but, I mean, he was struggling at that point, too. He couldn't shoot even before the knee got hurt. So, I'm sure getting back and not having a consistent shot because he hasn't been practicing or hasn't been running and, uh, you know, there on the weekends, I'm sure it was really ugly. Did you see uh, Carmelo Anthony at the Syracuse game tonight? He looked like he was wearing a floor, uh, like, a you know, the, the floor mat they put at the front door, <laughs> like, the <laughs> at your house. Like in the fall, the you know it says welcome on it or whatever, or the family name stitched in it, and it's you know made of like broom or it's got all kinds of colors on it. Dude, I'll never understand fashion. Did you see the outfit he wore tonight? I did not see. He him, looked like a doormat. 
I mean, some of the stuff you see these guys wearing. I mean, John Wall last night, the Kentucky game. I him, saw that. The, the hoodie he was wearing, the outfit he had going on. I'm like, what are these guys that, doing? I think that's what, what you wear when you make $100 million. I you, guess. I'll never know that then. Right. So they have cooler clothes than us. We just think they're weird because we never could afford it. The clothes. Uh, I have my own uh, fashion faux pas, as you know, Carver High. Um, I don't wear shoes, and I don't wear pants ever. And I rarely wear underwear. Wait, are we on, actually? So I, um, yeah, I don't wear shoes ever. So anyway, it's because I got all kinds of basketball foot injuries. I don't want to wear shoes. I have to tell you, though, um, that my feet really smell. I mean, like, just death smell. Like, I'll knock you over dead. Not give or dead. Like, the sweat from my feet from wearing flip-flops every day, all day. Like, because you would think if you just wore socks and shoes that you would, you would sweat more. I actually think I sweat even more just wearing flip-flops. Those are the feet or the flip-flops themselves from just having sweat all Well, no. The, the ones I have now, these Adidas I'm wearing now are just like pillows. They're awesome. They have cushion on them. Yeah, those same ones. I love them. But I, you have the same ones. They're awesome. But the other ones I had, the white ones I had, the Jordans, yeah. those had like the prongs on them. And remember, they got all, <laughs> they changed color, and it's because they were, they're filled with grease and oil and smell. Right. And that it just sticks well, on them. You know them. they have the... the Toilet spray you have that you bring on the road with right, you and everything. Right, They actually have a, a shoe one now, too. Oh, you mean, oh, 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 that you put in the shoes? Yeah, they spray the shoes just like the ones where you spray the water before the toilet. They have right. one for the shoes to make the shoes not smell. Oh, really? Yeah, that same company has a shoe one now. Yeah, I know. They have that all-powder uh, spray for the shoes. Uh, anyway, I, I have to say, like, the other day I was wearing them, flip-flops, and my feet were sweating. And I could tell they were sweating because my feet were, like, wet. And I was, like, my feet – and I was sitting there, and I was just watching TV. And <laughs> the smell, the smell coming off of my flip-flops, it was so overwhelming. I mean, it was worse than one of Boston's cables. I mean, it was literally, like, death – like, death, landfill, like, death – Landfill death cack smell. I mean, it was the, it was, it could knock over a herd of elephants. See, I have that problem with the slippers. Like, if I wear those all day, while I'm just hanging out doing stuff around the house, if I'm not going out and, like, changing, then I know I got to spray them before I leave because, you know, they keep your feet warm, but the problem is they make my feet sweat. Sweat and smell. Yeah. There you go. So, anyway, I think that sums it all up. A.J. Green going to make his debut this week uh, for the uh, winless Bengals. Does it even matter? Why is he we'll playing? He practice. Yeah, why is he playing? If if they never win, they're worthless. Their season's over. I hate to say it. Good evening, Cincinnati. Your team's over, but he's apparently going to play. Uh, Deshaun Jackson on IR after surgery. Uh, sort of said that Philly is re-signing an old buddy, Jordan Matthews. Uh, I think Deshaun Jackson is a great receiver. I've said this a million times. But he's such a wuss with the injuries. Like, this guy gets injured more than – is he not the most injured player in the league? Honestly, he could be one of the most – he has missed so many games in the NFL because of his legs, his hamstrings, and all the problems he has, that he's basically, in my view now, completely worthless. I don't want him on my team because he can't play more than three or four games the whole season. It's a joke. The guy never is healthy. His career's over. I don't care what anybody says. He's always injured. The guy was healthy when he went back to Philly, right? How long did it take him to get injured? A week? The guy gets injured like clockwork. It's automatic. He is, to me, he's worthless. Uh, how about this one? Mike Freeman says, uh, isn't he with the CBS? He says that uh, uh, 
Oh, he's left. Now he's with Bleacher Report. He's another guy that dove off the CBS uh, website. Oh, sorry. Eight years ago. Sorry, I missed that one. I, I was I was busy worrying about my smelly feet and eating sorbet. But anyway, Mike Freeman wrote an article that says that uh, it says I don't know in not so many words has OBJ become irrelevant. Twenty-seven years old. Is he irrelevant? I'll tell you, he's not irrelevant at all, if you ask me. He's a great receiver, right? He's, he's incredible. The, the talent the guy's got is, is amazing. The problem is, let's just be simple here. The problem is they don't give him the football. The problem is that crappy-ass quarterback of yours and that crappy coach of yours doesn't get him the ball. Is that fair enough? Carver, I, come on. They do not throw that guy the ball. Fair. Is that not the problem? He is not irrelevant. He is not given the ball. Got to get him the rock. If that guy, you know, even when he played with the Giants, he was completely relevant because they at least, uh, you know, tried to get him the ball. Did they not, Mafia, did, did Eli Manning not try to throw him the ball? Of course he did. He had no one else. He forced it in there sometimes in double-triple coverage because that was his best. Not only did they have no one else, but, I mean, that guy is incredible when he has the chance to be and he's focused, so. But since he went to Cleveland, he's supposed to be easier with Landry and all these other guys, and he just doesn't get it. They're saying that there's teams that want him. The Patriots would want him. The Packers would want him. The Ravens would want him. The Niners would want him. Here's a simpler uh, explanation. There isn't a team in the league that wouldn't want him. He's a great player. Also, why are we talking about who would want him? The trade deadline is done. Can't do anything until the end of the season. I why understand. Talk for eight I, weeks? Who well, wants fair him? enough. In the offseason, but right. that, that's not the point. The point is, this guy's saying he's irrelevant. He doesn't matter anymore. It's like he doesn't exist. I don't believe that for one minute. I believe that he's a great player that is not utilized. Right, his team's irrelevant, not him. Uh, it's just unbelievable to me. Uh, that is just insanity. I hope he has something better to write about next time. Joe Staley plans to uh, play on Monday night for the Niners. He suffered a broken leg in week two. He's ready to return in week 10. That's pretty crazy when you think about it. Jacoby Brissett relieved by his MRI results, a sprain. He said he was relieved. That's a great word for it. Um, No specific timetables yet, but uh, the news was good, and he says the knee feels a lot better. But I don't think he's playing this week, right? I don't think so. He's not practicing. He's not playing. Texans hopeful that Laramie Tunsil will be fine after the bye. Uh, he was a late scratch in London, and um, it, it's a shoulder injury. They need that guy up front for sure to protect uh, Deshaun Watson. That's all there is to it. Mike Tomlin, stats don't tell the whole story for Juju Smith-Schuster. A lot of people are down on him. He had uh, 111 catches for 1,400 yards last season. He's on pace for 66 and 918 this season. He's been held under 20 receiving yards three times this season. Uh, it's symbol. Do we have to really get into this? That is it that difficult to realize that no Antonio Brown means he's the only featured attraction and everybody just uh, keys on him. You know, when you're the only receiver that matters, then they just shut you down and that's that. They couldn't deal with him when they had to deal with Antonio Brown, who's better than he is any day of the week, right? Lamar Jackson, the AFC Offensive Player of the Week. Russell Wilson, NFC Offensive Player of the Week. Bud Dupree, AFC Defensive Player of the Week. Xavier Woods, NFC Defensive Player of the Week. Uh, had a great game. The Cowboys saved the uh, Niners punter Mitch Wisnowski, the NFC Special Teams Player of the Week. And Harrison uh, Butker, AFC Special Teams Player of the Week. The Chiefs kicker, I think, kicked four or five field goals in that game uh, to win that game. Uh, last minute last week. So against the Vikings, good stuff. 
So we'll talk about college football when we get back and take your calls. Dallas, Vegas, anybody on hold, et cetera, don't give up. I'm taking your calls, 855-212-4CBS. This is Pharrell on a bench on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. All right, so uh, Mafia uh, had, uh, you know, he heard me earlier talking about how we never sleep. And uh, we're always, you know, I said that I'm asleep on the air a lot of the times. When I do the show, the whole night I'll be sleeping. But uh, we never sleep. So Mafia has said many times that I uh, I drive all the way home uh, completely asleep while driving. I drive uh, with my knees and I sleep the entire way. It's about a 40-minute drive and I'm completely 100% asleep while I'm driving. Mafia is actually working uh, and producing the show and all the clips and video highlights and everything for, you know, YouTube and, and Facebook. He does all this stuff after the show in the car on the way home while I'm sleeping and driving. So he's, like, very concerned for his life uh, and feels very unsafe with me because I, I drive the car completely asleep. Yeah, recently I just thought it was you using the force, you know, going, like, eyes closed, like, but you knew with your senses how to do right. it that you've just done it so often, but... Then I heard the snores the other day, and that really started to shake my faith in you. I believe it. Did you ever get around to voting? Yeah, sure. They opened the polls just for me today. Yeah. Second day for losers. Yeah. They forget to vote. All right. Uh, so Tua is progressing and looks good for Saturday. Anyone actually believe that he's not going to play? You're a moron, right? That guy's playing in that game, even if his uh, – what was he injured? What, what was the original injury? Ankle. Uh, it, his ankle, so his plant foot when he's throwing the football. That that's the problem. Uh, the recent injury is not to his plant foot. Uh, so what do I care? It's the other foot. If it's not his plant foot, what am I worried about it for? He's going to play in that game against LSU. That game is so awesome that I don't even know what to say about it. You know what I mean? It looks so delicious. Saturday afternoon. What is it at three thirty? That game looks so awesome. I don't even know what to say, really anymore about it. Other than he's playing, that's automatic. And uh, is anyone, will, will you actually go see this uh, Ford versus Ferrari, Damon, uh, Christian Bale movie that everybody's talking about? Would you walk what around the movie? corner? Ford versus Ferrari. It's getting rave reviews. Didn't even know it was coming out. It's actually, uh, it's out now, and there's people saying it's like Oscar worthy. Some movie about car racing. As you know, uh, so many of us are huge fans of uh, car racing. I have one question for you, uh, Carbride. Do they still have NASCAR as a sport in this country? They shouldn't. <laughs> but they do, right? It's still a sport? Yeah. <laughs> Ratings what? would say otherwise. Have you, have you seen the guy, that the actor that's doing the commercials for him now for the playoffs? Have you seen that guy doing the it's, – it's playoffs. It's the best time of the year. Playoffs. <laughs> playoffs. And... Playoffs started? Playoffs in NASCAR. How funny is that? Really? They started already. Right? No, listen, I, I know they, they usually end what? Early November? I don't want to get yeah, I don't want to get the NASCAR fans upset because I know how sensitive they are. They get very angry. They'll they'll tar and feather you. But here's the deal. Um NASCAR is great and everything when they're going 200 miles an hour and flying through the air and crashing. And then the best part of NASCAR, without a doubt, I've been to 5 million races. So don't tell me I'm not a NASCAR fan when I've been to 5 million races. And everyone I went to, I got hammered. 
I mean, it was just absolutely the greatest party ever. The infield parties at NASCAR races are, without a doubt, the best parties in all of sports, including Bill's Mafia tailgating, including any college football tailgate, including any pro football tailgate, or any other, hockey or otherwise. There is nothing better than NASCAR infields. The, the, the party every week at those things, the, the barbecue and the drinking and the you name it, strippers, drugs, it's all happening. And I mean to tell you, it is really fun. I've been to some of the biggest races uh, on earth at NASCAR events, and I have always had a great time, mostly making fun of the people that are there. But I have to say that I've had a blast at NASCAR races. They're, they're a lot of fun. Although I think the sport itself is just a disaster. I really do. Like, I have never seen it so far away from the reality of the sports world. It is completely distant now. Like, it doesn't even exist. It's like on Mars. I say this every time this comes up. Their biggest problem is they have no marketable stars anymore. None. Nobody knows who these guys are. You used to know. All of them. Not e- not so much all of them. A lot you of them. You know all of them. You knew 10 or 12 of them. But there was between 7 and 10 that if you said that person's name, you knew what they did. Right. Now, I, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. They, just, they just don't have those people anymore. Gary in Dallas on the ticket. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, brother. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, man. Hey, I, I told dude I'd make this quick. Oh, first I need a shot of lemon sorbet. Can we get him a shot of lemon sorbet, please? Hagen dazs shake out. Hey, I told dude I'd make this quick. But it, it relates to your robot umps and referees right. and replay. Right. But back, I'm 52 years old, and when I was in junior high or high school, I don't know, I was watching a baseball game with my dad, and the dude slid in the second, stealing second, and the ump called him out, and they showed the replay, and he was obviously safe. And I jumped off the couch, and my dad was like, He's out. And I'm like, what are you telling me? He's safe. And he goes, he's out. I was like, why is he out? And he's like, because the ump called him out. Right. And so what's the point of all this? That that just have the umpires call the game. If they screw it up, they screw it up. Yeah, I'm with you. It's like I said before. It's like listening to myself. I said, let's keep the umps and stop with all this nonsense with robots. You know, listen, I got a better idea. How about strippers instead of umpires? Now that is a plan. You want some excitement in baseball? Let's have a stripper out at second base. Seriously, because uh, these umps and this robot talk is nonsense. It is absolute nonsense. It's idiocy. I'm telling you, like I said before, who's going to call the guy out at home on the play at the plate? The robot? I'm sure they'll make the uh, first base umpire come down the line and make sure he's What about eggs and legs Fridays at the strip club? They could have an eggs and legs, you know, first, second, and third base umps or strippers. We've talked a lot about baseball having some problems. Right. You know, length of games, things like that. I don't see where this robot ump stuff helps any of the issues that baseball has right now. I have a problem with their four-hour playoff games. Well, I don't see how, you know, that's, I feel like, going to extend things a little bit. I don't think a sporting event should be four hours or a movie should be three hours. Well, there the way that those playoff, some of those playoff games went was ridiculous. I heard the new Irishman movie is three and a half hours. I've heard that as well. They had That's too long. What are you going to do in there if you, if you got to go, you know, to the, you know, drop a yam or something? You're, you know what I mean? You're busy. 
I can't go to a theater. What am I going to go to? Two rounds of popcorn? I'm going to get one. People are uh, very excited for that film. First hour, I'm going to get a popcorn. Third hour, I'm going to get another one. Or Milk Duds in the second. What am I going to do? You know what I mean? Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. Mafia doing a hell of a job as the uh, EP on the show uh, with all these kick-ass new, uh, what do you call them, imaging things that he does. And uh, I always like the fact that he he understands how much uh, we like to shred on this show with great music. Uh, Just so you know, I used to do the show with the uh, music playing the entire show for uh, four hours uh, underneath the show, and it drove the suits absolutely nuts. Like the radio losers that run these things, they all think they know everything, and they just couldn't bear to listen to my show with music on it. It it drove them nuts, and all they did was complain about it and, and, you know, argue with me about it and just constantly just giving me the business about it. My whole career, that's all I've ever heard is this nonsense from these idiots. And uh, they've even ruined it for me here, the music. I'm allowed to, like, you know, barely play any. So uh, I just think it's ridiculous. I'm glad that Mafia continues to shred on my imaging and on my uh, songs that we do play at the beginning of the show and then Sometimes we'll play them, uh, you know, late night at, you know, midnight or one in the morning east when we uh, will rip a couple tunes like on a Friday night, which I like. But uh, they ruined it for me. The show's so much better with music, it's not even funny. Little do they know how little they know. They think they have all the answers. Meanwhile, that's what's wrong with them. They don't know anything. Seriously. Carver, what's the problem? I see you're having some frustrations in there. No frustration. Everything's fine? Just great. All right. Uh, there you go. All right. So Greg Shiana reportedly making uh, significant demands in this negotiation alleged to be happening with Rutgers. Can you believe this stuff? Like, I heard he wants, like, them to build a whole new practice facility for him and everything. Like, what's he, tripping? Uh, honestly, I, I, I kind of agree with him here. I really do. Here's why. He's the one guy that's ever done anything in that school in their whole entire football history. He's the only guy who's ever done it. And, he's got to, and they got to keep up with the Secondly, Joneses. Secondly, he knows what's going on throughout the Big Ten. He was at Ohio State with Urban Meyer for a couple of years. He knows what these other Big Ten schools are doing to be successful. And he actually wants to coach there, which nobody else wants to do. Why wouldn't you give the guy whatever? You want building facility? They're printing money over there since they joined the Big Ten. Build another, build a building. That's not, what, that's not what they're saying. They don't have the money for it. Yeah, I'm sure they don't. But but, but they go, should hire him because nobody else will want that job. I think they should hire him too, but the, it seems to be a, a problem. And then did you hear who they're going to hire if they don't hire him? Uh, but what was that? Your Butch boy, Jones. Butch Jones. That's exactly where you want to go. Another zero. Another guy who's done nothing. Go ahead and hire him. I keep thinking of Butch Davis. He was good. Who's Butch Jones? He was at Tennessee. Oh, God, that guy. Jesus, what a disaster that was. Awful coach. Uh, Anyway, here's a a look at what the games would look like today with the college football rankings. Here you go. On uh, the Cotton Bowl would be Utah and Cincinnati. The Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl would be Ohio State and Penn State. That would be the semifinal. 
The other semifinal would be at the Fiesta Bowl, LSU and Alabama. So we'd see that again, right? The rematch of this game this weekend. And I think that's what they want. I think they actually want LSU and Alabama both in the four. And then um, the Orange Bowl would be Clemson and Florida. And I think Clemson would beat them. And then the Rose Bowl would be Oregon and Wisconsin. And then just so you know, Wisconsin, they don't they don't really lose Rose Bowls, do they? They go and win them. They're really tough when they play out there. Uh, and then uh, the Sugar Bowl would be Georgia and Oklahoma, and that'd be a hell of a game right there. Fromm against Hurts, I think that'd be a hell of a game. I really do. Chase Young tops Ohio State's threesome in the Heisman odds. But ex-Buckeye quarterback Joe Burrow at LSU is still the favorite. And then you've got also Dustin, or excuse me, Justin Fields, the quarterback at Ohio State, and J.K. Dobbins, the running back. They're also listed. Uh, Oklahoma State running back Chubba uh, Hubbard and Oregon quarterback Justin Herbert are both mentioned as well. But uh, the list's a little too long for my taking. Uh, Status of Missouri quarterback Kelly Bryant for... Uh, number six, Georgia. The game against Georgia is up in the air. That game's in Athens. Kelly Bryant nursing a sprained knee, suffered a month ago, sustained a hammy in their loss to Kentucky October 26th. Coming off a bye weekend and with a road trip to Georgia, he's uh, stated that he's currently feeling about 75% healthy, so he's not uh, particularly fantastic going into that game. Indiana having a great year, 7-2. and two. They lose their quarterback, Michael Penix Jr., for the season after undergoing surgery earlier this week. And a new deal is imminent for Indiana's Tom Allen. He's the lowest-paid Power 5 head coach. He and Oregon State's Jonathan Smith are the only Power 5 coaches below $2 million, and he's a full half a million bones behind what Rutgers was paying Chris Ash, who's just terrible. The job he did there. No offense to Chris, but you, you just didn't get it done. Uh, apparently, um, Indiana's about to give him a pay raise. He's won 17 games with five games to spare in his third season. So he's done a pretty good job. And they're going to give him a raise in uh, Bloomington. There you go. Also, um, well, I'm sick and tired of talking about Kawhi Leonard's load management. Honest to God. LeBron James looks like MVP-level LeBron James again. Is there a day that we can go without talking about him? No? No. Way too early to talk about David Fisdale getting fired. Has this guy been an absolute uh, loser festival waiting to happen? Is this guy not just – it's unbelievable. He has – the Knicks were 17-65 last year in his first year on the job. And and literally, I don't even know what it is, but – uh, they lost again tonight. All they do is lose. This guy, he has lost. Like It's amazing how much they lose. It really is. I, every night now when they play, I think they're going to lose. It's just automatic that they're going to lose. Nike puts a Kyrie uh, billboard on the side of Madison Square Garden. Now, does that upset anybody? You got the Nets player getting a billboard on the side of the garden. What are you doing? I'll tell you who it really upsets. Dolan? That's it. Well, why does he let it happen then? I don't think it's not on the actual garden building. It's like on that block or adjacent to it. Like he doesn't own that building. He would never put it let them right. put it up there. It's the like building overlooking the garden. That's unbelievable to me. CC Sabathia has talked to Garrett Cole many times about New York and it's all about money. Give him enough money, he'll come there. 
Predators excited about uh, Nick Bonino. He's paying off 12 points in his first 15 games this season. He's been playing pretty well. Uh, Devin in Vegas on 1140. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Scotty, your man, plain and simple. You're the man, Devin. Don't start with me. Yeah. A uh, bunch of talk about Bears should trade for Cam Newton. What do you think? I think it's a bad idea. Well, first of all, uh, it can't happen now. So there's no point in trading, you know, doing a trade that can't happen. So, you mean trading for him in the offseason to be the new Bears quarterback next year? Uh, I'll tell you one thing. It's not the worst idea I ever heard of. Uh, He's better than Mitchell Trubisky uh, six ways till Sunday. I mean, Mitchell Trubisky, just so you know, when when he got drafted, what was it, uh, number two or something like that, what, wasn't it? Like, Second so, overall. When that guy went number two, I, I remember doing the shows. I was like, this guy's he's not even good. He was never good at North Carolina, was he? He really wasn't. And they were saying, oh, he's got all the attributes, all the tools, all the size, the arm. He's done all these pro days. He's fantastic. They love him. The scouts love him. The coaches love him. The teams, front offices, they all love him. Meanwhile, I mean, the bottom line is um, – they're blaming him for all the problems, right? In Chicago, they got a lot more problems than Mitchell Trubisky, right? Remember how they said they had the best defense in the league? Well, they don't have that either. So, and uh, they have Khalil Mack, and what is that doing for him? Honestly, like, he's been great, right? But they're not great. That defense is not great. I'm sick of hearing about how great the Bears' defense is because it isn't, okay? They're not stopping anybody. And here's the deal. And they don't win ever. So you can blame Mitchell Trubisky all you want, but I do I do not believe he's good. I, I've never believed he was good. I didn't believe he was good when he came into the league. I didn't believe he deserved to be the number two pick. I don't believe he's a good quarterback now, and I don't even believe he was a good quarterback last year when they won 12 games. I think they won 12 games because of their defense. And uh, I just, you know, I don't know what they should do, but I'll tell you one thing. I'd rather have Cam Newton every day of the week uh, than Mitchell Trubisky. I mean, is there anyone in Chicago that wants Mitchell Trubisky anymore besides no one? Dogs don't even want him. Dogs could walk by him and take a leak on him. Honestly, he's like a he's like a uh, telephone pole to a dog. I mean, the guy has done nothing right in Chicago. Am I wrong? No, you're absolutely right. Uh, they thought that this year would be uh, another springboard for him because he improved last year. I think the hardest part is that he's, he's always going to be compared with because he went ahead of them in the draft is Watson and Mahomes. You know, both of those guys went nine, ten picks after him, and that's a hard part when you look at those two guys and the success that they're having in the league, and you took the second overall pick with him. And these other guys are badasses. They're badasses. I mean, Watson and Mahomes are badasses in the league. You know, Mahomes, I can give him a pass because nobody had Mahomes going in the top ten in that draft. Did you hear him say that he's, like, hiding or whatever? He he won't watch TV or listen to the radio? Allegedly muted the TVs in the – facility so that they couldn't hear the criticism yeah well i'll tell you another thing if they're winning they can't get enough of watching espn when they're winning when they're winning i guarantee you the tvs are on when they're winning i guarantee you they're listening to the radio in chicago when they're winning they're reading the newspapers in chicago and reading uh, how fabulous they all are when they're in the playoffs and getting all the love and attention from bears fans they're lapping it up right but when they lose they blame the media and then they turn off the tvs and radios and stop reading the newspaper and stop going on social media how wussified is all of that nonsense Seriously, what a bunch of wussies. They're afraid to turn on the TV. I'm all about going to work and being and preparing for the game. Shut up. Shut up. 
You can't avoid the media. You can't avoid social media. You can't avoid television. You can't avoid radio. You can't avoid your phone in this day and age. You'll lose your mind. You will lose your mind without your cell phone. You will. Try to go camping for a week without your phone. You'll be smoking crack. All right. Check out the podcast on radio.com and on Twitter and on Facebook. We put it out after the show tonight and tomorrow morning as well. I'll see you tomorrow night at 10 for Chargers, Raiders, for Carver High and Mafia. I'm Pharrell. Good night. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.